Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Breaking the law on headscarves. We'll talk more about all that at 1110. Asian markets are lower at this hour, 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. A disturbing trend involving schools has been taking place across the country. CBS's Jim Crisula reports. Robocalls this week reporting fake shooter situations at dozens of school systems nationwide have panicked parents, children, teachers, and staff. Those are ones we just can't mess around with. We have to take those serious, each and every one of them. Scott Harris with the Mankato, Minnesota school system. With recent events of school shootings, it can, it can cause a lot of panic, a lot of stress. Police in Louisiana are reporting swatting incidents, and in California, two 14-year-old students are expected to be charged after allegedly emailing fake bomb threats to teachers. Hurricane Fiona is packing a punch. It's a Category 4 storm and nearing Bermuda, where they've been doing storm prep. Meantime, CBS's Christian Benavides says Puerto Rico is entering its fifth day of storm recovery. We're here because we're laser-focused on what's happening to the people of Puerto Rico again. President Biden, who declared a major disaster in Puerto Rico, was briefed about relief efforts Thursday. We'll do everything, everything we can to meet the urgent needs you have, and we know they're real and they're significant. The federal judge overseeing the case of the documents the FBI seized from Mar-a-Lago has revised her directive to the special master in light of a ruling last night from the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals. CBS's Stephen Portnoy has an update. The appeals court panel said the Justice Department can proceed with its criminal probe into the handling of roughly 100 documents marked classified and that those documents should not be part of the special master's review of whether they're either Trump's personal belongings or somehow protected by privilege. And CBS News has learned the criminal investigation into the handling of those documents is once again underway. Tesla is recalling more than a million vehicles for a window-related issue. WWJ's Jeff Gilbert in Detroit with more. Power windows are supposed to stop when they detect an object. Apparently, some of these Tesla windows don't, so the company has initiated a recall. There are no reports of real-world injuries. Tesla plans to fix the issue with an over-the-air software update. Scary moments in the skies for some airline passengers and crew. Details from CBS's Jerika Duncan. A United Airlines flight had to circle back to Newark International Airport Wednesday night after sparks and debris shot out of the plane shortly after takeoff. The Boeing 777 circled over the ocean for nearly two hours to burn off fuel before safely making an emergency landing. The Pentagon says it will lower the prices of most grocery products at commissaries on military bases and installations. Research finds one in six military families don't have reliable access to affordable, nutritious food. This is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP 24-7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. It's 11.03, Thursday evening, September 22nd, 2022. 59 degrees, lows upper 40s to low 50s. Good evening, I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following this hour. The deadline for avoiding a government shutdown is now just about a week away. And as WTOP's Mitchell Miller reports, 
reaching an agreement to keep the government running is getting more complicated. Virginia Senator Tim Kaine says he opposes a bill sponsored by fellow Democratic Senator Joe Manchin that would clear the way for a pipeline in West Virginia. If that bill is attached to a continuing resolution to avoid a government shutdown, it's possible the spending measure wouldn't pass. Still, Kaine remains optimistic the matter will be worked out. There's a number of different options, but I'm just trying to be as clear as I can first to Senator Schumer and Manchin, that I've got concerns. Republicans oppose Manchin's bill as well. The deadline for averting a shutdown is next Friday. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. 89% of Virginia schools earned full accreditation for the 2022-2023 school year, down just 3% from the 2019-2020 school year when the COVID pandemic began. Such a small drop may sound like a good thing, but State Superintendent Jillian Balo says it's actually not. In a statement, Balo says the ratings call into question the effectiveness of the state's accreditation standards because overall students are doing significantly worse on standards of learning tests in reading, math, and science now compared to three years ago. We'll review the accreditation status of Northern Virginia schools and bring you more on this story later. Metro says it's committed to returning more of those troubled 7,000 series rail cars to service, but it still doesn't know what caused the wheel set issues that sidelined much of the fleet. We may never know why wheels on rail cars were drifting too far apart. The problem is complex and there's no obvious root cause at this time. And so the investigation, there's a real risk that we might not find a root cause. But Metro Deputy Chief Safety Officer Jamie Johnson says no non-conforming wheels have been identified during what he calls their robust inspections. Meanwhile, Metro leaders authorized negotiations for a sale of up to 40 acres at the Greenbelt Metro Station if the site is selected for a new FBI headquarters. Board member Matt Letourneau. And I'll emphasize, should that site be selected, this is not an indication that the site has been selected. John Aaron WTOP News. The World Cup is set to start in two months in Qatar. We're listening to its official soundtrack called Better Together. Since people want to get together in local bars to watch the games, no matter what time they're on, the D.C. Council passed emergency legislation to let bars, restaurants, and breweries run 24-7 during the month-long tournament. There's a seven-hour time difference between Qatar and D.C. One important caveat, the establishments will not be serving alcohol around the clock. There will be a pause between 4 and 6 a.m. D.C. IST calls it sobriety halftime. The World Cup's inaugural game takes place on November 20th between Qatar and Ecuador at 11 a.m. D.C. time. Coming up after traffic and weather, days of deadly protests across Iran appear to be escalating. We'll dig deeper into what's going on and how the Iranian government is responding. 11.06. Put your citizens at the center of government services with Genesis, the global provider of modern customer and employee experience solutions. With Genesis technology, government agencies at all levels deliver citizen-centric support that ensures constituents are remembered, heard, and understood every time they connect with you. Deliver on the promise of a digital government with Genesis. To learn more, including FedRAMP solutions, visit genesis.com slash government. That's G-E-N-E-S-Y-S dot com slash government. Everything I know about marijuana, I learned back when me and my friends had mullets. Yeah, I guess I got some catching up to do. And I'm curious about medical marijuana. It's legal in my state, I think. But is it right for me? Ugh. 
Where can I get reliable, professional answers to my questions? The answer to that question is Veriheal, V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. Medical marijuana can be complicated, even confusing. You want trustworthy answers without jumping through hoops or waiting to see a doctor. I'm a curious guy, but I'm a cautious guy, too. I need trustworthy information, reliable answers to my questions. So Veriheal sounds good. Tell me more. Veriheal.com is your single source for facts about medical marijuana and to pre-qualify online. Private and secure, quick and easy. Get started today with easy financing. V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L. Convenience is why we're here. Trust is why we're number one. Veraheel.com. 11.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the eights. Ian Crawford's in the WTOP Traffic Center. Insert 25 cents for another hour of this program. Uh, keeping in weather eye on the Capitol Beltway, inner and outer loop at the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. A bridge opening is scheduled. They're doing maintenance work, and these will be multiple openings in the overnight hours. Factor this into the er- overnight early morning driving calculus and expect delays, but for the moment, the lanes are open. Have not seen the gates come down to stop traffic on the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. Expecting a bridge opening at any moment. Bear that in mind between Oxon Hill and Alexandria. On the rest of the Beltway, it's just work zone mania, especially in Virginia. On the inner loop between the Springfield Interchange and uh, I-66, all lanes are going to be blocked on the express lanes for work. Inner loop main lanes between 123 and the Dulles Toll Road, two left getting by the work. Then near the Legion Bridge and all the way to the American, uh, near the uh, Georgetown Pike and all the way to the Legion Bridge, two left lanes getting by that work. Watching for some many, watching for any issues on the outer loop near I-66 and on 66 already with some issues around the construction. The eastbound lanes now down to a single left lane to get by the ongoing work. Westbounders were expecting more lane closures. Lots of bright lights on the west side just after the Beltway heading toward Nutley Street. Nothing sighted so far. Farther afield, however, on 66 eastbound from 29 Gainesville to the Prince William Parkway. Two left lanes getting by. The off-ramp at the Prince William Parkway is blocked. Then again, eastbound from 29 Centerville to the Fairfax County Parkway should be a single left lane getting by. In Maryland, 95 northbound near the Baltimore Beltway. Two left getting by the work zone. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Now let's check your forecast. Here's Amelia Draper. A chilly Thursday night with breezy winds as well. Lows tonight in the upper 40s to low 50s under clear skies. Winds stay stronger tomorrow. Gusts up to 30 miles an hour and highs only in the 60s means it will feel very much like fall on our Friday with sunny skies. Plenty of sun on Saturday. A cold start. Temperatures in the 40s but will warm into the upper 60s to mid 70s. So really pleasant afternoon. Some showers are possible on Sunday with highs around 80. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Now 63 at the wharf in D.C., the same in Oxon Hill. We have 61 in Sterling. Look for lows in the upper 40s to low 50s tonight. There's a cool down for you. Weather brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 1111. They're being called one of the most daring displays of defiance of the Iranian government in years. Protests have erupted nationwide in Iran after last week's death of a woman who had been detained by Iran's morality police for supposedly violating Iran's hijab law, which mandates that women cover their hair. The Iranian government claims 22-year-old Masa Amini died of a heart attack while in custody, but her father tells the BBC he doesn't believe the claim. 
I asked them to show me the footage from the police officer's body cameras. They told me the cameras were out of charge. I asked them why you didn't transfer her to the hospital earlier when she collapsed at the police station. And they said the ambulance's key was lost for 20 minutes and they couldn't find it. Can you believe this? At least nine protesters have been killed in clashes with police, according to a tally by the Associated Press. Ben Ben Talablu uh, is a senior fellow at the Foundation for Defense of Democracies. He tells Dimitri that violence is a tried and true tactic for Iran's authoritarian regime. But the problem is as much as protesters learn from the kind of support they may or may not get from the international community, as well as what red lines they can push at home, the regime too learns what methods of oppression works. And starting really in November 2019 with the protests that ended up killing what Reuters has said was over 1,500 people, that's based on sources they had inside Iran, the regime has complemented the military crackdown at home with a crackdown in cyberspace and national or localized internet blackout. So if you may remember, the Washington Post has this slogan, democracy dies in the darkness. Well, since 2019, it's been the Iranian people that have been dying in the darkness, and they desperately need communications and telecommunications support to keep getting their messages out there because the regime is doing a clampdown both on the street and in cyberspace. I happened to see a couple of photographs from Iran in the 70s. One was of a wedding and another was just some people going about their business in an office. And I didn't see any women wearing hijabs. So is this only like a 40 to 50 year time period that this has been enforced in this way? Oh, indeed. Well, there's been a regime change through the revolution that happened in February 1979. It did away with almost three millennia, two and a half millennia of monarchy in Iran. And the Islamic Republic was created by the founding father of that revolution, Ayatollah Khomeini, who rode in on a pretty wide platform, communists, Marxists, leftists, some nationalists, but ultimately has narrowed the space in Iran's authoritarian system, made enmity with America, enmity with Israel, enmity towards women, the mandatory wearing of the hijab, part and parcel of its foreign and domestic policy, and really... No matter what president has come and gone in Iran, the fact that there have only been two supreme leaders and this kind of Islamist authoritarianism at home means that people who have borne the brunt of these policies are the people inside that country, and in particular the women. So it's been a sea change, really, since the pictures you mentioned in the 70s. Benam Ben Talablu is a senior fellow at the Foundation for Defense of Democracies. And coming up on WTOP, an NBA coach suspended for an entire season, and we'll talk NFL and college football. One fort, I'm sorry, 1114. Need new appliances? Be sure to get to Bray and Scarf for our incredible one-day sale. This Saturday only, September 24th. Get amazing appliance savings in-store and online with next day and two-day delivery on in-stock bestsellers. Buy more, save more on select GE Profile and Cafe Packages with exclusive double rebates. Plus, free basic installation on select monogram appliances. Bray and Scarf is the area's number one local and independent appliance retailer. That means number one savings and number one service. We give you the absolute lowest prices with our best price guarantee. And factory trained appliance experts ready to answer all your questions and give you the personal attention you deserve. Shop local and save now during the Bray and Scarf one day appliance sale. This Saturday only, September 24th. Visit any of Bray and Scarf's convenient locations or shop online at BrayandScarf.com, where it doesn't cost more to get more. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 
Time for Rob Woodfork. All right, we've got some Thursday night football clunkers at multiple levels. Virginia Tech falls hard to West Virginia, 33-10. to 10. Get this. This game uh, saw the Hokies commit more penalties, 15, than they scored points, and uh, they even outnumbered their first downs, 14. And so they fall to 2-2 two and two to start the season. Uh, NFL Week 3. The uh, Cleveland Browns enjoying a 23-17 lead over the Pittsburgh Steelers. A minute 40 left to go, and it is the Browns' ball as uh, the winner of this game, uh, which looks like the Browns, uh, set to move into first place in the AFC North. The Washington Commanders have a heck of a challenge where they host Jalen Hurts in the top-ranked Philadelphia Eagles offense, but Dave Preston says in this week's D.C. Sports Huddle. So the Philly defense is nothing special and after two weeks you look at the numbers best thing they do i guess defensive passing efficiency they're number three they don't put a lot of pressure on the quarterback they only have three sacks so there will be opportunities for washington to put points on the board and because he said that they're now going to get shut out we discuss whether the commander's defense can be fixed in season and whether carson wentz is a better option than jimmy g in this week's dc sports huddle on WTOP.com or wherever you get your podcasts. The Capitals open training camp with a roster, TJ Oshie kind of like. You always miss the guys that are gone and the guys that aren't here, but sometimes when you get four or five new faces, it kind of feels a little fresh after not having the success that we've wanted to have for a couple years in a row. The Caps' first exhibition game is Sunday at Capital One Arena. The Nationals were off, but the Orioles blanked the Astros with only a two-run single by Rugnet Odor. Kyle Bradish struck out 10, was one out shy of his first complete game shutout. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. We are a week away from a government shutdown deadline, and a bill for a West Virginia pipeline could put a funding deal at risk if it's attached to the main package. But Virginia Democratic Senator Tim Kaine tells WTOP he thinks it will all be worked out. The special master overseeing the Mar-a-Lago documents investigation has more demands for former President Trump's lawyers. The judge is now asking them to support their accusations with evidence that the FBI may have planted evidence at the property during their search last month. And with inflation hitting us especially hard at the supermarket, the Pentagon is now taking steps to help service members buy affordable groceries. DOD is lowering prices at commissaries. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. A combined reward of up to $40,000 is now being offered for information leading to the arrest of the person suspected of killing a man inside a Hyattsville mall last month. 33-year-old Stefan Edward Jones of D.C. is charged with the murder of 20-year-old Darian Herring of Hyattsville. Herring was shot and killed at the mall at Prince George's Food Court on August 18th. U.S. Marshals and Prince George's County Police are working the case. They say Jones should be considered armed and dangerous. 1118. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Ian Crawford. Still moving on the Capitol Beltway across the lead across the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. We are expecting a bridge closure a bridge closure here in a little bit, or at least the lanes will be closed as they open the bridge deck. They're doing maintenance, and this will be going on periodically overnight. That'll cause some stoppages in traffic, but for right now, everything seems to be flowing in or an outer loop between Oxon Hill and Alexandria. Sticking with the Commonwealth, we find work on the inner loop of the Capitol Beltway after Eisenhower Avenue, heading toward Van Dorn. Two right lanes getting by there. And then on the interloop from 123 heading toward the Dulles Toll Road. Two left lanes by that work zone. More work near Georgetown Pike and all the way to the Legion Bridge, we are told. This should be two to the left to get by. 
and on the outer loop, nothing sighted so far. 66 work zones aplenty. Westbound is already down to a single right lane to get past. Let me double check that. Single left lane, that's read, on the uh, westbound 66 before and after Nutley Street. Eastbounders, you'll find the work after 29 Gainesville with two left lanes getting by. The ramp at the Prince William Parkway is blocked. And then after 29 Centerville, single left past the work, and that'll last all the way to the Fairfax County Parkway. Maryland Beltway still sluggish through the work zone on the inner loop through the roller coaster from 355 past Connecticut Avenue and all the way up the hill toward Georgia Avenue. And this will be a single, where'd my notes go here? Two left lanes that should be getting by that work zone. That will also cause some issues if you're trying to merge onto the inner loop from 270 southbound. District travel, the freeway doing very well. No reported delays on the 295s. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Now, Amelia Draper with your forecast. A chilly Thursday night, a cold front moved through the region earlier today, bringing with it some rain and... As you've noticed, much cooler temperatures and breezy conditions. Lows tonight in the upper 40s to low 50s. Sunny skies tomorrow. Highs only in the 60s with breezy winds remaining. Gusts up to 30 miles an hour. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Now 63 at Tyson's Corner, 66 in Crofton, 63 at L'Enfant Plaza. Lows upper 40s to low 50s tonight. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, charges against a local music teacher accused of sexually assaulting students are dropped. What's going on? We'll fill you in. 1121. Moments like watching my grandson steal second mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclip. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for postmenopausal women or for men with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. 11:22. Here's a highlight from Peter O'Donohue, the Chief Technology Officer at Lidos Civil Group on Federal News Network's Cloud Exchange webinar, presented by Lidos. We're really still only getting started. I see cloud becoming like this ubiquitous mesh upon which we can deploy machine learning algorithms, upon which we can actually hook augmented reality to have new perspectives to be able to deliver mission in ways that we never thought before. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Cloud Exchange. Your mission success depends on the security of your information. At Lidos, our scalable and high-speed full-spectrum cyber is that bedrock of security. We operate three of the four largest security operations centers for the federal government, applying decades of insights to deliver rapid, secure, and scalable cyber solutions for agencies of every size. When the mission is what matters most, Lidos delivers full-spectrum cybersecurity at scale and at speed. LEIDOS.com slash secure. WTOP News. 11:23. A music teacher charged with sexually assaulting young students during lessons at his home has had his indictments thrown out by a Fairfax County judge. 
Here's WTOP's Neil Logenstein. Roger McKay was indicted on two counts of aggravated sexual battery. Police say he unlawfully touched a young student during lessons at his home between 2010 and 2013. He went on trial earlier this month. But after opening statements, the defense asked the judge to exclude any evidence other than the offense date listed on the indictment. Prosecutors asked the judge to widen the date range, but she dismissed the indictment. Sources in the prosecutor's office say they told the judge they plan to re-indict McKay. No comment yet from his lawyer. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Next week, Fairfax County School Superintendent Michelle Reed is expected to share the results of an investigation into how a guidance counselor kept his job despite being charged with soliciting prostitution from a minor. That meeting is set for Tuesday. WTOP recently reported that Darren Thornton kept his job because police in Chesterfield County, Virginia, sent information about a 2020 arrest there to three bad email addresses. Thornton was arrested again this past June. He was placed on leave and was fired last month. Earlier this month, Prince George's County announced police would start enforcing a curfew in hopes of driving down a spike in carjackings and other crimes committed by teenagers. No one said it would completely solve the problem, but there was hope it would have some sort of impact. And some teenagers agree it's a start, but they say more needs to be done. Even teenagers who support the curfew say it's going to take a lot more to reverse the trends in crime among youth. And a lot of crime is actually during the hours of 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. I mean, I know it's not going to stop all the violence, but I know that um, it has a chance of lowering it. But 15-year-old Jaden Libby Gonzaga of Bowie and his friend, 14-year-old Shalamaya Griffith Johnson, say to really get to the root of the problem, more needs to be done to engage and keep teens focused in school. Griffith Johnson says one approach might be more. Small group or one-on-one sessions with kids, I think that'd be really helpful considering the fact that I feel like a lot of kids don't have somebody to talk to. Also, some uh, recreational activities to occupy teens. John Dome in WTOP News. 11.25, time for Money News with Steve Dresner. Gaithersburg-based Novavax saw a sharp decline of nearly 13.5% today as the vaccine maker was downgraded to underweight by J.P. Morgan. Part of the reason for the sudden decline involves the dwindling demand for COVID-19 vaccines. On the Nasdaq, Novavax finished trading at just under $22.5 a share. Another rough ride across the board on Wall Street today. The Dow is down 107, the S&P 500 was off 31, and the Nasdaq fell 153. Steve Dresner, WTOP News. Asian markets are lower tonight. And coming up after traffic and weather, what's holding up a spending bill to keep the federal government running? 1126. Identity theft shows no signs of slowing down. In fact, more than $14 billion were stolen last year. That's a criminal success story and a wake-up call for everyone else. It can be dangerously easy to steal your identity. LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. If you become a victim, LifeLock will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft, but everyone can save up to 25% their first year with promo code NEWS at LifeLock.com. With the federal fiscal year-end fast approaching, DLT Solutions has the technology your organization needs to maximize its remaining budget dollars. CrowdStrike is the market leader in cloud-delivered protection of endpoints, cloud workloads, identity, and data 